Hi, I'm Kellen. It rhymes with melon, and you're listening to the Kellen It Podcast. I hope that you had a great two weeks. I am sorry that I've been MIA on here. If you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen that I have been struggling with a cough. It's been two weeks of this cough, so I finally decided to see a doctor, and he thought that I had pneumonia, which scared the heck out of me. So I had to go get a chest x-ray, and it turns out it's not pneumonia, which is amazing. Um, But we're still not really sure what I have which is frustrating because I've had this for so long. Um, We think it might be like bronchitis or a different type of upper respiratory infection. Um, So he did prescribe me a few medications to try taking and see if those help. But I just wanted to say I really, really appreciate everyone who has DM'd me over this weekend because it made me feel less alone. And honestly, I was so frustrated on Friday after this whole experience at the doctor and I almost started crying when I was talking about it on my stories because I was just so frustrated. And this episode will also kind of tell you a little bit more about why I was so frustrated about this because there is some time-sensitive events happening. So just know that I really appreciate you if you DM'd me. And I'm just so happy to know that I have so many awesome people in my life who do support me when I'm feeling down. So thank you. And I wanted to kick off this episode with a quote of the week. A lot of podcasts that I listen to all have a little weekly segment, and I thought this would be fun to do because I love quotes. And ever since I was little, I would always scroll down Pinterest and like pin my favorite quotes and use them as like backgrounds on my phone. And now on Instagram, my entire explore page is cute quotes and graphics because I spend so much time on Instagram just scrolling through quotes and like posting things on my stories and just saving all these quotes for a time that I need to read them. So this week's quote is something that you have definitely heard in the last week. It is, I'm speaking. Short, to the point, and obviously taken from Kamala Harris during the VP debate. I love this quote because I think that it really embodies power. And I think this really resonated with a lot of women this past week, just because a lot of us have been interrupted or talked over by a man at some point in our lives, whether it's a teacher, a classmate, a boyfriend, um, a friend, whoever it is, even now, like in the corporate world, it could be like a boss or just another coworker. So I think my lesson to take away from this quote is to stop apologizing if you get interrupted and instead speak up. Tell them that you're still talking. And this is something that I want to work on more. Also on that note, I want to remind everyone to get out and vote. We are currently in an election. It's been pretty intense, especially if you've been watching the debates. There's just a lot going on. Um, But early voting has already started in a lot of states. 
which is exciting. And I personally am pumped to go to the polls on November 3rd in person and let my voice be heard. I also did order an absentee ballot just in case, because you'll see later on there is something happening this month. I'm not sure what things will be like for me on November 3rd. And also I might vote early in person to be decided. I'm flexible. Okay, so today's episode is going to be kind of spicy, depending on how you view things. This was supposed to be my third episode, but due to me not being able to record last week, some things got flipped around. So I apologize ahead of time if this topic isn't something you're super interested in. It's not something I mentioned I'd be talking about during the first episode. It's not about New York City or fashion or lifestyle or any of the things I mentioned. It's a little random, but I promise I'll be talking more about those things in the future. So the reason that I think this episode might be kind of spicy, and honestly, I'm kind of nervous to release this, um, is because this episode will hit everyone differently depending on how you view cosmetic procedures. So big announcement here is that I am getting a septoplasty slash rhinoplasty in the next week. And I wanted to talk a little bit about why I decided to do this surgery and give my thoughts on everything. So I'm actually scheduled for this on this Wednesday, like this week. Um, However, since I've been having this cough, it might end up getting pushed out. It really just depends on how these medications work over the next few days And it'll ultimately depend on what the anesthesiologist determines on the day of. He or she will determine whether it's safe for me to do the surgery, or he or she may say, like, hey, let's push this out a few days or a week or so. So stay tuned on social media. I'll be posting updates there. But that is the reason I've been so stressed over this cough situation is because I've had this planned and scheduled for, I mean, over a month now, the state specifically. And I've been adjusting everything from that. Like I took off PTO and I was like planning to vote in person and I thought I'd be recovered by then. So if it gets pushed out, who knows? So there's like a lot of things hovering right now for the month of October and early November based off this Wednesday, what's going to happen. So I've been a little stressed about that. So it feels good to get that off my chest and we will see what happens. So the exact things that I'm getting, I'm going to list them because I just feel like someone might be curious, probably going to butcher it because it's medical lingo and I'm not great at that. But this was taken off of my insurance's approval paper. I am getting a septoplasty or submucous resection. Secondly, I'm getting a repair of nasal vestibular stenosis. Third is a submucous resection inferior turbinate. And then fourth is the rhinoplasty portion. So there's a lot of terms on there, but basically to summarize that is I have a deviated septum that is far back on my right nostril and you actually can't see it. Like if I tilt my head up and you look at my nostrils because it is far back there. Um, It's funny, like my surgeon, I've seen him a few times and every time I've gone in and he looks up there with his little camera, he always mentions like, wow, I forgot how deviated you are because... Again, it's not something that you can see just by looking at me. So because it's on the right side, it does make it harder to breathe out of that nostril. And I feel like it's mostly bad when I'm working out or if I have a cold or something. And I've also 
noticed it a lot during the last two COVID tests that I've gotten. They swab both of your nostrils. They go pretty far back there. I think it like touches your throat. Um, but every time they've done the right nostril, I cry. Like I'm in so much pain. It's so uncomfortable. Um, the doctors who have done it have been like, oh, you must have a deviated septum on this side. And I'm like, yes, I do. And it ended up resulting in a bloody nose. And obviously I was crying. Um, not to scare you. If you need to get a COVID test, please go get that. It shouldn't be as awful if you don't have a deviated septum. Like my left nostril, not as bad. <laughs> um, also because of this deviated septum, I have struggled with sinus infections. I get at least one every single year. Some years are worse than others. There was one year I had it like three or four times during the fall and winter. And I was constantly at my doctor's getting the same antibiotics. So it's just inconvenient. Okay, so I know that this might be coming out of the blue for a lot of people in my life. And honestly, I don't even know if anyone cares. You might listen to this and be like, oh, do you? I don't really care. But I just wanted to have this podcast as a resource and just get out all of my thoughts and opinions on this because I want you to hear it from me directly and not assume anything or feel like you can talk about it to someone else, like behind my back in a sense. Just I want everyone to know what I'm thinking and just be on the same page as me and have all the facts. So in today's world, I think everyone has an opinion to share, which is a good thing. And I think we all should be sharing opinions. That's how we learn and grow from each other. But I also feel like if you have an opinion on someone else's appearance, that's a little dicey. And sometimes that's not always great to share with others or to talk to that person about. And I've wanted to do this for years, like probably over 10 years now, which is a pretty long time. And for the last like two to three years, I've been more like seriously considering it and doing research finding doctors, getting costing. And then I actually made my decision a few months ago. I actually started doing some consultations with a few doctors here in New York. I actually called some doctors in Illinois where my parents live because I considered flying back to do it there. And I made my decision like maybe two months ago about which doctor I wanted to go with. And I put down the entire cost of this surgery a few weeks ago. And the only people who I've told so far are my parents because I consult them for most health things. Also, I am on my mom's insurance. So obviously I needed to tell her I was going to do this because it does involve the insurance company. And I've told my boyfriend because I live with him and he knows everything about my life. And also he is my designated caretaker. He's the one who will be responsible for getting me to and from the hospital that day and taking care of me for however long the recovery period is going to be. And the third person I told is my boss because I had to request PTO for at least the week for the initial recovery period. But I have not told any of my friends that I'm actually doing this. Um, I've probably mentioned it at random points throughout my friendships with these people because it's something that I've always wanted to do. But I never actually told anyone that I was like seriously considering it or that I was going to consultations and actually going through this process. So here we are. We are announcing this on a podcast episode instead. Um, I definitely felt weird not telling anyone 
and I was a little nervous. And the longer I've held this in, I've been even more nervous. But I made the decision. I pulled the trigger. This has been paid for probably a month now. And it's a pretty major life decision, which is why I've been stressing over this. And I am the type of person who likes to get everyone's opinions when it comes to things. Like when I was moving to New York City, I was asking strangers, like, what do you think I should do? Like, should I move? Should I not? Um, because when it comes to major life decisions, I just feel unqualified to make those decisions. So I want to hear what everyone else thinks. Um, and I really, really want to be better about that and to stop doing that because it's my life and I need to make decisions on my own and be an adult. So that's what I did. This was my first major life decision I made on my own. It's terrifying. And I hope people understand why I did it this way. But I feel like Sometimes if you tell someone like, hey, I'm thinking of changing this about myself, they might brush it off and be like, no, you don't need that. That's so silly. Um, You're beautiful as you are, which is appreciated. Or on the other hand, they could be like, oh, yeah, I can see why you'd want that. (laughs) And either way, I just didn't really want to hear about it because it is my body. It's my appearance. It's my decision. It's something I'm going to be living with. It doesn't affect anyone. Um, And it's also my money that's paying for it. Again, it doesn't involve anyone else and it's not for anyone else. So why would I let anyone else help me with this decision? And I mean, the people I've told about it so far have been very supportive. Again, that's a small group of people, but that's really the only people I needed to inform about this decision. However, I'm telling you guys about this now for a few reasons. Number one, is that it's going to alter my face slightly. I'll talk later about what exactly is happening, but it's not going to be anything major, but some people might notice it. So I just, I think I should announce that I'm doing this. Number two is I think that everyone should speak about the things that they're getting done just to help set realistic beauty standards, especially models, celebrities, or really anyone with a platform like big influencers, whomever. I just think that people should tell people. Um, And this can be for like any change, whether it's losing weight, getting lip fillers, getting a nose job, getting a facelift. I don't think that this needs to be a secretive or taboo subject, but I really wanted to address this because I have a platform. It's very small. I know I don't have that many followers or listeners to this podcast, but It is a platform, and I do think it's important for me to be responsible about how I approach this topic because I do not want to influence anyone to get surgery or change themselves in any way. I really, really do not want that, and I hope that you take that away from this episode. And the third reason I wanted to speak up about this is just to let people know that I'm getting surgery done. I mean, I'm going to be in a cast and have bruises for a few weeks probably. And I do post on social media often. So my content is probably going to decrease as I won't be posting. I can't shoot as much for a while, as well as I just don't want to like show up on stories one day with like big bruises and look like I got beat up out of the blue. I want everyone to know why I look that way. Okay. So going into this story. So I have wanted to get this done since middle school, I believe. It was the first time like I really like looked in the mirror at it and was like, I'm going to change this one day. And I want to note that nobody has ever said anything negative about my nose, at least not to my face. 
which is appreciated. Um, it's always been something that I personally have wanted to change. I broke my nose in middle school. It's so, it's a silly story, but I was at home in my kitchen and I'm trying to describe this, but like I had a kitchen counter not too far away from like the kitchen island. And I would put my hand on each and like lift myself up so that my feet weren't on the ground. And I would like swing my legs back and forth. And my mom always yelled at me for doing it. And one day I was swinging a little too hard. And when my legs swung back, I lost my grip on my hands and I fell flat. Like my entire body was just like flat on the ground and my nose took all that weight and it hurt so bad. And I noticed after that, that my nose changed, like my breathing was different and I had a bump that didn't used to be there. And it's not something that my family has. And just overall, it made me insecure. And I was so mad at myself for not listening to my mom earlier and stopping that awful behavior. (laughs) So I have wanted to get the surgery so, so badly. However, it wasn't affecting my life or health in a major way. It's not like my nose was crooked from it. Again, like I didn't even know I had a deviated septum until recently because you can't see it from just looking at me. Um, But again, I've had sinus infections and other complications from this deviated septum. And those are things I would love to not continue having for the rest of my life. Um, This can be an expensive surgery and it is elective. So I never expected my parents to assist with it. And at the time, like in high school, like college, even, I mean, I was working part-time jobs and it's not something that I could afford at that time. So obviously it was something that had to wait. So I kind of put it on the back burner until recently. And aside from just like the breathing issues that I've had, I've had post-nasal drip for as long as I can remember. And this is kind of gross. I'll describe a little bit about it, but basically it's just like snot would just constantly drip into my throat. Um, sometimes I can feel it or like if it's bad, depending on certain things, I think some of it's related to allergies as well. Um, I could feel like the snot going into my throat and that's just really gross. And I'm sorry you had to hear that. (laughs) Um, it would go into like my mouth, my throat. And I think that's also a reason I got sick so often. Maybe it's why I'm sick right now. Who knows? But I've always just had issues with the breathing and the post-nasal drip. And recently I've learned that not breathing out of your nose can lead to other health issues far down the road. So this is something that is bothering me enough that I wanted to take action and fix. So this decision was mostly for me to improve my breathing. However, while we're in there, um, I thought that we could also slightly change the aesthetic of my nose. But I want to emphasize that in no way was social media or other people's opinions and influence on this decision. This had all been decided by me way before social media, way before Instagram was a thing, before there were Instagram models. Um, This was before I even owned a phone. So I think that's important to note. This was really something I've wanted for so long, and it's truly something I have wanted on my own. And I think The reason I've been nervous to tell people about this decision is because I have been contemplating the idea of body positivity and loving yourself as you are. And I absolutely think that everyone needs to love themselves. And I don't think that anyone should feel that they need to change themselves because everyone is beautiful as they are. And I know that sounds so contradicting because I am getting a surgery that will change, like improve my breathing, but it's also going to slightly change the way I look. 
Um, so I think it's important to say that you can love yourself as you are, yet still want to change things about yourself. I think a more common example of this is when someone decides that although they love themselves, they want to lose or gain weight. And that's something that will alter their appearance. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they don't love themselves. And granted, it's not a great comparison because working out and losing weight isn't as invasive as a surgery. But I think the concept is still there. And I think it's important to examine why you want to change whatever it is and also examine whether it's because someone else made you think that way. Maybe you were bullied and it's been an like insecurity of yours because of that. Or if it's something that was 100% your decision and your desire. I can't stress that enough. I think it's so, so important to learn to love yourself as you are and to be in a healthy and good mental state before you make any major changes. So for me, I waited until I graduated college and had a full-time job with a secure income before I actually went through with this. And not only that, I needed to wait until I was in a great place with myself. I needed to be in a good place with my body image and also learn to love my nose as it is. And at the age of 24, I can say that I have learned to love my nose as it is. It took a long time, but I do love it. And honestly, if this surgery, something were to happen and I couldn't go through with it, I'd be bummed about the whole breathing thing because it really does suck. But I would be okay with the appearance side of things because I think my nose is cute, especially at certain angles. Even though there is a bump, I think it's cute and it does work with my facial structure. I have a strong chin and a strong nose, so it kind of works together. So I think that I look beautiful as I am with this nose. And I also think I'll look beautiful with a different nose. So I no longer rely on my nose being the thing that determines whether or not I am beautiful. And I think that is so important, really, with any physical change. I think it's good for the person to be in a good place where they are not relying heavily on a procedure or a change to like change their life or change their appearance. So going back to the losing weight example, if you want to lose weight or maybe gain weight, losing or gaining that 10 pounds is not going to make you more beautiful, more desirable, or a better person. Emphasis on the better person part. It's not going to change your entire life. It definitely has the potential to. You might end up changing your lifestyle and eating healthier and overall boosting your mental health, which obviously is so amazing. But I do think it's important to shift the perspective of making these changes because of a physical reason. So if you want to work out more, that's because you want to be healthy and have a healthy lifestyle rather than just be quote unquote beautiful. I definitely think it's different for everyone. And I know this example isn't the best, but I think that's important to kind of change your perspective about the things you're changing about yourself just to avoid any disappointment down the road. Let's say you end up losing or gaining those 10 pounds and you still feel empty and you still don't feel beautiful. I think to avoid that, that's why you need to shift your perspective. So I do want to emphasize again, I don't think there is anything wrong with changing your appearance, especially if you're in a healthy mental state to do so. And this is for 
anything. This could be for going to the salon and changing your hair color, getting a major haircut, getting lip fillers, Botox, microblading your eyebrows, maybe learning how to do makeup. And again, plastic surgery. These are all things that alter your appearance. And I think it's good to think about the reason you're doing these things before you do it and make sure you're in a good like state of mind to do these things. Also, I do want to note that I think as humans, we tend to obsess over the smallest imperfections about ourselves. I think we're all kind of conceited in a way. And we think that everyone is staring at our flaws, whether it's a pimple or an insecurity. We go out and we're like, oh my gosh, like they're probably looking at my pimple or whatever it is. And I think the truth is, is that nobody else sees it or cares about it. Everyone is too busy worrying about themselves. I don't ever look at someone else and look like, oh, like they have a huge pimple on their forehead. Like I have never noticed that. Um, Do you? I mean, probably not. And even if you do notice something about someone else, I still really hope that you don't make a rude comment about it, whether it's to them or behind their backs or anything, because everyone is beautiful and unique in their own way. So I hope that all makes sense. (laughs) I've thought about this for years and it's something I've been thinking about daily for a few months now. So why did I pull the trigger now? This is something I wanted forever. Why now? Why not later? Um, Really, the reason is COVID. I am working from home now, which is ideal for the recovery period because I won't have to worry about wearing a cast outside in public or showing off my bruises at the office because I'm not going into work. And also there's not many social things happening at the moment. So it's not like I'm going to miss out on anything because of this. Nothing's happening. Like (laughs) I'll just be at home recovering and that's fine. Also, it's getting colder out. So it's good to be at home and be cozy this time of year. Plus it will take up to a year for the swelling to go down. So I figured may as well just do it now and get the worst part of the swelling out of the way while I am at home and I'm not seeing people. It just overall, it just made sense to do it during this time. Um, I've wanted to do this last year, but I couldn't justify the amount of PTO that I would have needed to do this. And also it would have been difficult to go back to the office and social scene immediately afterwards. Also, another note I wanted to make, it's not something that has influenced my decision and it's not really something I thought of until recently, but I am still on my mom's insurance plan. And this is something that we discussed that I should do before I turn 26. Again, I'm paying for this, but her insurance is helping out a lot with it. As of recent, I don't really know what's going to be happening after the election with the Affordable Care Act, which allows me to be on my parents' insurance right now. So I'm kind of glad that it's happening now and that I didn't wait to do this. But anyways, I am doing this surgery and I am so excited about it. I am very, very nervous about it because I have never, ever gone into surgery. I've never been under anesthesia, so pretty nervous about that. But I am very confident in my surgeon. We vibe really well. We click on a lot of things, and we're both on the same page about what I want. Um, I have very realistic expectations. And my surgeon and I actually spent a lot of time mapping out my face just to see what the different outcomes could be. We tried a bunch of different like nose shapes and things. And what we decided on is something I'm very happy with. And it's really, really not going to be much different. The only difference is from the side profile, I won't have this bump. But we're not like shrinking my nose down, like making it flatter. 
or anything like that. It's really just removing the bump. And we just decided that based off my facial shape, like my chin, it just made sense to keep it like where it is. He's not even touching the tip of my nose. So like the part where like my nostrils are and like the full like top, I don't know, like the end of your nose, I guess. That's not getting changed. Like we like the tip of my nose. It's really just the bump. That's the only aesthetic thing that is changing. Also, I just didn't really want a major change. I'm at a point in my life where I like my nose and I don't want to change it too much. So overall, I think I'm really most excited to feel like myself with this new nose. I've always been afraid of my side profile. Um, And actually, if you scroll through my Instagram, you'll notice I shoot everything head on or angled slightly. And I never shoot side profile. And that's something my surgeon actually noticed too. (laughs) He looked at my Instagram and he was like, huh, you don't have any side profile images because he was trying to see like what it looked like. Um, And that's why I've been insecure about it. And it's hard to do certain campaigns like with jewelry or earrings and things like that just because I don't like shooting side profile. I think if you spend years, like years, wanting to change something about yourself, I think it's okay to sit down and consider actually making that change come to life because we cannot spend our lifetime thinking about something that can be changed right now. There's just no point in wasting all that time. Also, I personally feel that rhinoplasty surgery is not that big of a deal and it should not be something that people are afraid to talk about. A lot of people that I've known have gotten this done They just did it back in like high school or college. So like nobody now would ever know that they did that. Um, And I do spend a lot of time on TikTok, as you may know. And I think it's kind of cool how normalized this has become by Gen Z. They don't really think it's taboo or something that should be a secret. Whereas I feel like our parents or like the older generations, they, this is always something taboo and it's not something anyone ever talked about. But now there's like Netflix shows about it and celebrities are coming forth and saying like, hey, like I got this done. Or even like big supermodels are finally like coming forth and saying the things that they've gotten done. And that's why they look the way that they do. And again, I think that's so important so that we can set realistic beauty standards. I do think it's important for people with platforms to open up. And also, I just feel like social media can be such an awful place where younger girls go online and they compare themselves to others. And I think if everyone was a little bit more transparent, it could help a lot. This was a big issue that we've seen in the past and we're still kind of seeing, honestly, with like magazines and runway shows and photoshopping or hiring only fashion models with certain BMIs or like waist measurements. And I think as time goes on, we as a society are becoming more accepting of everyone, of everyone's appearances. And I think that that's so important. And I also think it's so important to be like, hey, like, this isn't real. Like, I wasn't born like this. This is something I changed about myself. Like, please don't compare yourself to me. Okay, with all that said, I feel like when I first was, like, researching this, I really wanted to know costs and logistics. And so I feel like people might be wondering that. So I'm going to talk briefly about it. And I know that this is annoying because I can't really give you the price. It really depends on your doctor your nose, where in the country you live, and also like your insurance, if it is a functional issue, whether they'll be helping you with this or not. Um, I did find through my research that it's pricier in New York City than it is in the Midwest. 
And that's why I had considered doing this at my parents' house in Illinois. But because of all the quarantine restrictions, it just would have been like two months away from the city. And it just didn't really seem worth it to me. I'd rather be here just because there's so many unknowns with COVID in the next few months. And I really want to vote at the polls here in New York City in November. And also, Jake and I are going to be apartment hunting in November, December. So it just did not make sense to leave the city. But back to financials, the price is overwhelming at first. The first time I had a phone call with a doctor like two years ago, I was so turned off by the price. I like hung up the phone and I was like, nope, this is never going to happen. But over time, I started figuring out how to pay for it because it's something that I wanted that badly. And again, you have to consider your insurance. Like the initial quote probably isn't considering what your insurance is covering for the functional portion of this. So when it comes to the finances, there's a few ways to pay for it. You can either save your money and just pay it all up front with cash and be done with it. Wipe your hands clean. Um, There's also medical credit cards that certain providers accept. And then there's also the option of taking out a personal loan. And again, this really just depends on your personal financial situation. And I'm not one to give financial advice to anyone, but I just wanted to list those options in case you're someone who is considering this surgery. I really recommend you do your research. And if you are someone who's going to take out a loan for this, like please make sure you do your research and look at your credit score and make sure it makes sense for you. And also make sure you're able to afford making the monthly payments afterwards because you do not want this procedure to ruin your credit score. That's just so important. Obviously, in an ideal situation, you will have saved this amount in cash and you don't have to worry about these things. But just wanted to list all these options because I know everyone is in a different financial place. Okay, so I know this was just a lot of random tidbits. This episode is way longer than I thought it would be. Um, But I just wanted to put everything out there since it's hard to talk about this, again, like on an Instagram story or in an Instagram caption. So I really hope that this helps you understand where I'm coming from. And I really hope that nobody decides to attack me for this decision, because unless you are me, you won't understand why I'm doing it. So I hope that you can accept it and just know that it's something that I am happy about. And I'm so excited for this. I think I'm going to make a YouTube video recapping my entire experience, kind of like a vlog just so I can help others who are considering this procedure just to see like realistically what the recovery looks like because it's not going to be beautiful. It's going to be painful and uncomfortable. And I want that to be very realistic. Um, I'll also probably make some random TikToks because that's just fun to do. But overall, in conclusion, for real this time, um, I don't think that this is going to change my life. Um, I do think it will in the sense that I'll be able to breathe better and I won't always be getting sinus infections, which is amazing. And that will be such a weight lifted off my shoulder. But overall, I'm just like, I love myself. And I'm just so proud for myself, proud of myself for finally making this come to fruition. And I did this all on my own too, without asking for other opinions or having other people help me along the way. This was all my own decision. I decided the surgery. I decided the timing. I decided on the surgeon, everything. So. I really hope that we can all destigmatize cosmetic procedures because I think it's silly to waste energy and time bashing other people for their life decisions and their appearance. 
And I am so sorry if like this has changed your opinion on me. But if it does and it makes you mad for some reason, I would kind of question why that is. Um, Because again, it's not something that is affecting anyone but myself. And I am being very transparent in my reasoning for doing this. So I really hope that you can understand where I'm coming from. But my DMs are open if you have any questions about this. Um, If it's something that you want to talk to me about, please reach out. And also, if you need any advice on anything, even if it's not cosmetic surgery, like, please feel free to DM me. I'm always going to be here for you. So thank you so much for listening to this. And I'll talk to you next week. 